0: Welcome to the Hazel Rockets Podcast, the number one golf podcast for new product launches, interviews with industry experts, golf trends, and more. Here are your hosts, Jen, Ken, and Bill.
1: Hey, welcome to Hazel Rockets. I'm Jen. I'm Ken. Where's Bill? No, Bill. Bill is, last I heard from Bill, he was in St. Thomas. He is on a cruise with his wife celebrating their 25th wedding anniversary.
0: He is going to come back very tan, and we're going to be very green with jealousy, I think. so. Yes, yes. indeed.
1: Uh, wishing he and Angela a happy 25th wedding anniversary. Yes. Uh, that being said, we're a little short-staffed. It's just you and I this week. Yep. Uh, where, you are actually not really here. You you appear to be here, but you're not really here. Where are you actually right now?
0: We are recording a few days earlier prior to the PGA Merchandise Show in Orlando, Florida. So when this hits and you're going to be watching this. Or you, listening. Yes, I will be in Orlando at the largest convention of golf in the world.
1: At the PGA Merchandise Show. Yeah uh what are is there anything in particular that you're looking forward to now if you have never watched or heard about the show it is like literally a mile long um, in length and then if you go up and down all the aisles you're gonna get like six to seven miles every day on your Fitbit yeah are you gonna wear your a Fitbit
0: I do not own a Fitbit
1: hmm. so
0: yes but uh, I will be walking up and down every aisle more than once so it's uh um, about, about a thousand. Golf vendors. It's kind of a big candy store. It's industry only. Lots of golfers ask if they can come attend, but that's not that type of show. Although Golf Channel is live from the PGA Merchandise Show, they're live from the Orange, uh, Orange County Convention Center. Uh, uh, all our three pa- days. Our
1: podcast was. Uh, uh- uh, we were invited to come and uh, broadcast live out there this year. I'm yes. hoping next year we make the trip to do that. Uh,
0: that would be lots of fun. We yeah. could actually do it from the show floor.
1: Yeah, that would be very cool. Yeah. Uh, now, when this comes out on Friday, uh, the introduction of the new Callaway Maverick will also be coming out. Is yeah. there any little tips that you want to talk about with that?
0: We're really excited about it. Uh, Early testing has been really, really long. Uh, Epic, Flash, uh, and before that, Rogue both were... Very long drivers.
1: Was it Callaway the number one driver in 2019? Uh,
0: nationally, yes. Okay. Uh, for us, the ping driver, we sell a few more than than Callaway. But, but nationally, yeah. it was. Um, but they have some distance gains yet again with the new Maverick.
1: And it's kind of exciting. This is using AI, artificial intelligence, is yeah. how they use to uh, design this, this club, right?
0: Callaway spent multi-millions of dollars on a supercomputer that actually can do um, tests on the faces of their golf clubs and run AI, run um, a whole bunch of different uh, um, programs on a face to actually test it uh, digitally rather than you know, in real time. And they can run millions of tests over the course of a week that would normally take them decades to do they can actually test all these different faces and so they feel like they have the hottest face that can ever be made right now
1: that is pretty cool so i think everyone probably needs to go out and test this club right Yep. they're pretty excited about it at the show so it'll be pretty fun to see uh what what uh consumers reactions are to it right
0: lots of new product introductions too and we'll be bringing lots of them here to hazel rockets over the next few weeks so we're real excited about those
1: very cool. If you have any questions, if you want to reach out to us, you can uh, send me an email at uh, j.morton@hagenoaks.com. at You can follow me on Instagram at jen_morton. underscore Morton underscore.
0: And if you're watching this during the PGA Merchandise Show and you have a question about something that you might be seeing on Golf Channel or a new product that you've heard of that you want some answers for... Uh, feel free to email Jennifer, and she can get information out to our team of six out on the show floor. We'll try to get you answers right during the middle of the show.
1: Once again, that's Jay Morton at com. Yeah. Uh, okay, so if you are... Watching this show on our sponsor channel, Morton Golf Sales, you are going to see that I'm going to be wearing a different outfit because we're filming this show in a couple different segments today. One, I want to be sure I had at least one extra uh, co-host so you weren't just listening to me.
0: She talks to herself a lot, but that would be kind of weird on a podcast. So
1: Exactly. So yeah. I had Ken here today. But uh, we are going to have our guest in studio with me next week. But, um, Ken, do you want to introduce them?
0: Yes. Lee McCormick has been our Northern California PING rep for the better part of two decades. Uh, He's one of their uh, longest tenured sales guys and actually worked inside at PING as an assistant for the Solheim family when he first started with PING Golf. So uh, he's been with them a long time. There's a brand new line of PING Golf bags for 2020, which has long been one of the best-selling bags on the marketplace and Lee's going to talk to us about all the new cool features on him.
1: And I don't... I'm I'm kind of like teasing this because I don't even know if he's going to be bringing these in, in yet. But when he gets in here next week, we, uh, there will also be the launch of the G710 irons and the new putters line, right? New
0: Hepler putters, yeah. Yeah,
1: so... Wait one second. Well, let's just... I'm going to snap my fingers. He's going to be sitting right here where Ken's sitting, and we'll see what he's going to be talking to us about. Ready? Set? Go! Well... How do we do? We have Lee McCormick from Ping Golf. Welcome.
2: Thanks for having me.
1: And this is going to be such a great test for my hair and makeup team, our um, post-production team, to see how well the continuity is of how well they redressed me in the same clothes, how well they dressed our set, to be absolutely perfect from cutscene to cutscene to get... um, from the last time we shot to this time to have you welcome on our stage. So thank you, Lee, for joining us today.
2: Thanks again for having me.
1: Perfect. What are we going to be talking about today?
2: Well, we have some new items coming out uh, for Ping. Uh, we have a new iron coming out at the end of February.
1: Ooh, what's that called?
2: It's called the G710.
1: Nice.
2: And I happen to have it right here. which I Ooh, peek.
1: we're going to get to have a sneak peek. Yay, of course I do. What, who's this iron geared towards? Oh, this is beautiful. Look at this finish on this. So this club, this club
2: here is a, it's a second generation. It's our super game improvement product, but it's a, it's a really a breakthrough design. This is a a hollow design. And because the club is hollow, we're getting much greater ball speeds, much greater distance. So this is truly a distance iron that is as forgiving as anything you'll ever hit. And uh, it basically is going to replace the first generation, which was called the G700, which was a silver color. This is obviously a new black finish. Yeah, it's beautiful. Which is nice because it actually gives the club a little smaller appearance. Mm-hmm. Um, but, the, but this is, like I said, this is a super game improvement, uh, distance iron. So uh, what's, what's- So for a
1: higher handicap player or?
2: Not, it, it, it certainly can be, but okay. also a, a better player can use it too. Okay. Um, I'm a, I'm an eight handicap myself and I'm, I'm, I think oh, I'm going to put these in my bag. That's
1: a gorgeous club
2: just because of the performance benefits. So, okay. so really a good way to think about this iron is the design premise is more like a metal wood than a traditional iron. So it has a hollow chamber and that allows the face to, to trampoline and there's the spring effect is what's giving us the greater ball speed and greater distance. Uh, and in the first generation, um, we had a little bit of feedback that there was a little bit uh, uh, the sound wasn't uh, wasn't perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we did a, an audio study. Uh, we have a lab at in our office at our plant in Phoenix, mm-hmm. and we studied frequencies and we were able to target and eliminate the frequencies that was determined, you know, sort of unpleasant. Sure. So uh, the second generation, uh, we put a little bit of material, just a little bit behind the face. We're not filling the cavity with with a with a foam or anything, just a little bit of material behind the face, which changes the frequency, changes the sound, softens up the sound and feel.
1: And we talk a lot about sound, how, you know, the way the ball sounds when it comes off the face is very important. I mean, almost, I'm not going to say as much as how it hits, but, I mean, definitely how that ball sounds really affects um, how it feels to to a player.
2: Correct. I mean, sound basic. Sound can be feel. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what that's what that's what you're feeling when you hit the ball.
1: Absolutely. And tell me about this. W- I'm sorry. Well, tell me about this weight on the.
2: So that okay. That's an interesting whoop. thing we should talk about. Yeah. too. This is another great innovation from Ping. So that that's actually a, a tungsten toe weight. Okay. Okay. So when we're when we're building a set of clubs, we want to we want to match the swing weight of the iron throughout the set. So say uh, say we we're trying to build a set of clubs, and the, the, the customer wants them to be D two swing weight. So we, we weigh every club, uh, and what we would typically do in the past, we had a, a part on the club was called the C T P or Custom Tuning Port.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And it was a it was a little badge. Uh, people might look on some of the prior ping models. It used to sit, you know, maybe maybe it was like mm-hmm. an oval piece right on the center of gravity of the club or the or the balance point. And that was uh, and we had that in, in a variety of gram weights. We'd probably have it in about a Say a 12 gram range. So when we were building clubs, the, la- the last thing we would do is we'd we'd weigh the clubs to make sure that they're all perfectly consistent. If we say we had a light club or a club that was too heavy, we would adjust the the weight of the CTP. We would either select a heavier one or a lighter one so the set would match perfectly. Um, and what, what we've actually taken that concept and expanded it even further. What we do with with this model and also the I 500 model, we have a, we have we have two two tungsten weights. One's out on the toe and The other one is opposite on the in the hosel, and they're matching. So, for example, let's say the club head weighs—I'm uh, just going to throw a number out. Say it weighs 210 grams, uh, but we needed to weigh 220 grams. Sure. Okay. So what we would do is we we'd actually put a five gram tungsten weight out in the toe, we put an exact five gram matching tungsten weight in the in the hosel, and it's equal distance away from the center of gravity or the balance point of the club. So now we're actually getting Barbell anchoring effect, and we also have the we have the ability to adjust our head weights to match the set. So, um, sort of a shortcut that that's that that some some manufacturers have taken place in the past. If they have a club, say that's too light when they're building a set of clubs, but they need them to match. Maybe they have a seven iron that's a little light. What but what, uh, what's been known to happen in other cases with other other manufacturers? Maybe they'll they'll drop some lead powder down the hosel. Hmm. So when you weigh the club it's going to appear to, to be matching in weight, but you've actually, you've moved the center of gravity, you've altered it towards the heel slightly by adding weight to the hosel. We always balance it out. So we used to, we used to add the weight right on the center of gravity or the sweet spot. Now we're actually going equal distance away on the toe and the hosel using the tungsten
1: weight. Well, wow, that's amazing. And I mean, I think that's what makes such a difference with ping. I mean, you guys are absolutely built on a company of engineers i mean the ping family are all engineers correct that's right yeah and i mean it really i think um lends itself to the design aspect of the ping irons um i'm gonna just want to touch on something um real fast with ping and the irons and our sponsor morton golf sales and that is a really cool feature i think of of Classic irons, and if you have an older set of ping golf equipment, something that, and let's say you're missing one or two clubs. Let's say you were handed down an old set of clubs from your from your father, or your grandfather, and it's missing, let's say, a four iron or seven iron, that, or even a, 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 an old set that you had that maybe you left a club on the on the ground. You can get replacement clubs from your old old set. From Ping through Morton Golf Sales, because of the way Ping builds clubs and and because of the serial number, um, should we talk through that real fast? Because it's sure. such a unique sure. feature that I don't think anyone else does, other than than Ping.
2: Sure. Well, our founder, you know, Karsten Solheim, he's the you know he's the Thomas Edison of the golf industry, and he invented basically heel-toe weighted putters, he invented perimeter weighted irons, and he. Know, brought custom fitting to the masses, but one thing he was—he had great foresight back as early, well as in 1969. Our first investment cast model, the Karsten One. He began serializing the clubs, and you can actually—if if you had a set of those clubs from 1969, mm-hmm. you gave us—you lost, say you lost your seven iron, you could give us that serial number, and we would look up the records. We have the records of the the, the length of the club, the, the the shaft flex, the lie angle, or color code the swing weight, we can still make a duplicate. Every iron that we've produced, we, we could actually produce a duplicate or a fill-in club if someone loses it.
1: And I would say every single day, we take orders on Morton Golf Sales for replacement irons of classic pink sets. And all you need to do is give us the serial number and we can replace up to two irons of, of a classic set. And um, and like you said, down to the um, lie angle, loft, shaft. I mean, everything, every single feature of that of that club right. is included, and, and have that old iron rebuilt and f- filled in for you. Right.
2: The, the serial number is really like your birth certificate. Yeah. So we keep we keep all track of all the specifications: the grip, the grip size, the grip type, shaft length, shaft flex, uh, lie angle, swing weight model so
1: how cool is that people yep. um so go go check out our sponsor mortongolfsales.com uh, for that kind of cool thing so the g710 the brand new iron right it's coming out when
2: february 20th so Ooh,
1: very cool we're actually we,
2: we're, we're taking orders now so uh and we're actually uh showing it at the pga merchandise show which this is now. It hap- this now it's week. happening now starts, yeah starts this week
1: that's where the rest of our uh, our hosts are this week. Yep.
2: We're making the debut there, and again, February twentieth.
1: Very cool. You saw it here first. Awesome. Thanks for bringing that in. You bet. What else are in that bag of of goodies that well, you're showing us? Another
2: new line of,
1: of putters mm.
2: coming out. Uh, it's called the, the Hepler series of putters.
1: I was hoping you're going to bring in today the Hepler putters. I know these were also. Uh, 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 showed this week as well huh
2: so we're debuting those this week at the pga show also and it's a new family of putters uh and as you can see they're you know it's a it's a black and copper color scheme
1: yeah these are sharp i really like this color the color schemes that are coming out this this year
2: and there's it's a family there's mallets like you see here with the catch model this is the answer model um
1: so for our um for our listeners, the ones that are not catching us on uh, YouTube, how would you describe the look of of, of these?
2: Well, these are th- these are multi-material putters, so um, mainly made of steel and aluminum. Okay. Um, and uh, and uh, alignment is a big key. So you know you can see like this this model has a long white sight line sight line with a lot of contrast, you know, black there.
1: It's kind of a matte finish on these. Right? right. Like, right. They're, they're really sharp looking. They've got a very
2: rich look. Very rich, absolutely. We've got a lot of feedback that the copper, copper people really enjoy the color of the copper.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, we're, we're actually improving our adjustable shaft length. Uh, so, you know, the shaft, the, the length of the putter can be adjusted from 32 to 36 inches by using a little t- uh, tool that we screwed oh. on top of the grip. And so, so you can change the length of your putter without having to shorten it, cut it, or, or add length to it. Uh, this shaft actually has a smoke finish to it, which gives it a really nice, rich appearance. It is very uh, sharp. It's a new grip. We call this grip the PP59. Uh, it's really the same silhouette as the PP58 grip, which is iconic with Ping.
1: And I like this. You know, it has the white. It kind of has a little white up top. It, it, it incorporates the copper, of, um, you know, from the... From the putter itself, and then it goes into the black. I mean, it's it's very sharp looking. Uh, how many how many styles of them are there? I
2: think there's I think we've got nine or ten. Okay, nine or ten models. Very so
1: nice. When do these actually um, hit the these market? Are going to
2: be March fifth will be the availability date on these putters. I believe they're up on our website. Okay, as, as of this week. So ping You can view all the models. And you can also get your information on the new G seven ten iron there too, but. Uh, Matter of fact, it's kind of a kind of a neat story that Hepler. People are wondering, you know, what do yeah, where does well does the name of that? Yeah, you name it from? that? Well, a gentleman named Rick Hepler was the very first employee of Ping, and he was a really? high school friend of John Solheim, who was our chairman CEO, and he started with with Ping and John in the garage in you know in, in Phoenix, Arizona, and uh, and worked for the company just almost uh, close to fifty years. Wow! So, uh, unfortunately, Rick Hepler passed away a few years back. So. Mm. This is sort of homage to a, a very close friend of the family and our first employee.
1: Wow, that's really cool. I think that also says a lot about the Pink Corporation, how you guys take care of your own. Um, I well, There's one more thing about that g 710 iron I think we should mention, and that is the technology that is found in the grip of that club of the um, with the Arcos that's technology. Right.
2: Thanks for bringing that up. That's yeah. right. So the G710 is our first iron model to include the Arcos sensor. I'm going to try to, I'm going to show it here so you can see it. So Arcos, just to give you a quick uh, summary, Arcos, uh, there's a sensor built in in, into the grip. Um, Arcos is a product that uses your cell phone and and satellite technology. You basically download an app, you pair your golf clubs with the app on your cell phone, you carry the cell phone in your pocket and you play golf and you're going to get a lot of very very important data similar to what uh, is collected for the PJ Tour players and you, basically you just after you play say five rounds of golf with the Arcos app uh, loaded and you, and you have you, you currently you, you carry the phone in your pocket okay. when you play golf but but when you make a shot it'll activate the, the sensor will activate it'll record the distance of your shot it'll record uh, if you've hit the fairway, or not, it's using GPS and all the courses are mapped, and you get a lot of phenomenal information that can improve your game. So uh, it can get you get to the point where even while you're playing golf, you can use the Arcos app and it'll it'll suggest what club you should be hitting to the hole really? base, based on your averages.
1: I know. Um, you know, we had Cobra on last week. I know that technology is also in their clubs. And then I think the week prior to that, we were talking about um, basically goal setting. And if um, setting your goals is um, one of your things is trying to improve your your game for the year, how this type of technology could go so far in helping you do that by just being able to know how many shots you're taking with a certain club, what your distance is, um, You know, all of this managing your score is so important in order to being able to improve your game. Um, And so I think it's fabulous. Now, is this a subscription-based thing, or is this included in in your... It is. There's
2: an annual subscription. However, uh, there's a a three-month trial if you purchase a set of ping irons.
1: Very uh, nice.
2: You get a three-free-month trial uh, with Arcos. And the nice thing is that the sensor is built into the grip now. It used to be, when Arcos originally came out, it was sort of a plug that you... Screwed into the, uh-huh. the end of your clubs, but now we've got it built into the Tour Velvet grip. And I, like I said, the, the, the G710 is the first model to include the Arco sensor, uh, and uh, we'll see. I, I have a feeling that future models will also include. Yeah,
1: them. I definitely think this is the wave of the future as we continue on.
2: And somebody who's you know who's kind of a, a data type person who likes to analyze data will love this.
1: Absolutely. Uh, loves,
2: and it's pretty transparent. You know, you just you, get, you keep the phone in your pocket, and you kind of play the game. And uh, and all of a sudden, you know, after a few rounds, you it's going to accumulate information, and you're going to be able to find out you know a lot of tendencies. If you're going to find out if you're if you're hitting the greens left, if you're hitting the greens right, how to make corrections. As a matter of fact, our our, our president, John John Solheim, I think he lowered his handicap in a year or something like you know, like from a seven to like a one.
1: Oh, my yeah. gosh.
2: So he, Just by he, using... A, he, and he said this was a huge part of his improvement, just to study. He didn't realize what his, you know, his tendencies were missing certain places and able to make the correction based on the data that he saw from Arcos.
1: Well, and I also think club selection, it would just make such a difference in club selection because I do think so many people think that they hit the club a certain right. distance, but then they don't. Right. And I also think t- people have a tendency to to overestimate how far they hit the club and end up um, uh, always approaching the green instead of shooting over the green, I think, a lot of That's times. Right. So, um,
2: right.
1: you know, I think, I think there's a lot to be said for this. It'll, so, you I think it'll be exciting.
2: It'll give you exact numbers, exact aver- distances and exact averages. And it, you know, there's no doubt that uh, using the GPS technology and using the technology with the sensor, that it can make a big difference in your game.
1: Very cool. Now, I'm also super excited because golf bags are out. Brand new, brand new golf bags by Ping. And you brought a couple to show us too, right? Correct. All right, what do you you have for us? It's
2: January, so we just introduced our new golf bags for 2020.
1: I have one over here, should we start with mine? You bet. All right, what do we have?
2: So uh, every other year we we redesign the carry bag. So this year's a a, a total redesign of our carry bag line. So we have six different carry bag models. Um, this one we're really excited about. This is a brand new bag. It's called the Crazy Light.
1: Okay, okay. is it Crazy Light?
2: It is Crazy Light because it's sub three and a half pounds. Wow. And it's made, it's made from a, a material that is very similar to what's used in parachutes. I
1: was gonna, I was gonna say, it must be a parachute material.
2: Super lightweight, super thin. Uh, everything about this bag, the design of this bag is to make it as light as possible. So the Avid Walker is gonna love this golf bag but it's still packed with features. So um, even, you know, even to the point where I'm going to show this, you know, we've, we've yeah. hollowed out parts of our, you know, there's like the handle, for example, we've hollowed out just to remove that little bit of weight, makes a difference. The, the bag stand legs are, instead of made out of aluminum, they're made out of carbon fiber to, to make it lighter. The bag strap actually, if I can show it here, you know, actually has holes in it so we're, we've actually mm-hmm. reduced the weight to get this thing as light as possible. Well, one thing that was really important was we needed to find a fabric that was durable enough to pass our quality standards for durability.
1: Absolutely. You
2: know, ping bags have been known through the years for being extremely durable. That's a hallmark with our product, and uh, we wanted to make sure that there, there's 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 lightweight fabrics that are available, but they they not all of them matched up to our durability. Right. You
1: don't want ripping or tearing.
2: Right. So. Um, so we're really thrilled with this. Just, you know, just came out basically, uh, so it's been out about a week okay. out at the beginning of the year and, it uh, comes, the crazy light comes in three colors, um, and it's full of pockets. You know, it's got ball pockets, water bottle pockets, it's got a hip pad, it's got a rain hood in- included. Uh, there's a pocket here for jewelry. I'm
1: actually shocked at the number of pockets I'm seeing on full this, of, on full this bag. Pockets. It's,
2: it's, it's a full featured bag. Uh, weighing less
1: than three and a half pounds. Right. That is nuts guys awesome and this is already out on the market i mean wowzers and it is it is crazy light i know mean, that's pretty impressive um very cool uh one two three four four-way dividers looks like yep. they go all the way down yep. which we've talked about on the show as well that's so important because you really don't want your clubs um and the grips hitting each other if you can handle if you can if you can't help that so you know
2: one other thing i'll yeah. share, a great Let's feature about, about ping bags, which are unique to some of our competitors, you know, at the bottom of the bag, some of the, some of the carry bags out there have like a pedal system, which adds a significant amount of weight to the bag, but it's also, uh, it's, it adds kind of unnecessary bulk kind of gets in the way. Mm -hmm. Uh, The way our bags are designed, when the bottom collapses, that's what kicks out the the legs. So our bags always have a very clean look uh, at the base of the bag.
1: Ah. Uh,
2: whereas some of the competitor's bag are, have a, have like a pedal type kickstand uh, set up there.
1: Very cool. All right, next bag.
2: Next bag is the Hoofer 14. So the Hoofer, the Ping Hoofer bag is, you know, become pretty iconic. Uh, the Hoofer is, is a slightly larger carry bag with really large pockets. Um, incredibly durable. I mean, the, the, the Hoofer bags, I mean, you, People have said that they they wish they'd wear out sooner because they you know they just want a new color or something. Oh. But they, they they last forever, right? So this is so. This people, is people.
1: If you want a new color, go buy a new color. <laughs> Don't wait for your bag to wear out.
2: So this is a hoofer bag, with, but actually has a fourteen-way divider. I'm going to show the 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 top there. So there's so, so there's this basically uh, a slot for each of your clubs, and there's a uh, including your putter. So you know, it has has the look of a carry bag. You know, kind of the, the slim appearance. Uh. Yeah,
1: I really like the look of the. I've always really enjoyed the look of the Hopper bag. I think it's just a really classic, really, really sharp, sharply designed bag. Right. I have a question for you, uh, and I'm I'm totally getting you off off your 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 game maybe with this question. Uh, we had Ken. We did a Facebook Live with him last week on. Um, on the, all the brand new ping bags. And he was talking about liters. Like I think this one I'm looking over here, this says 22 liter pocket volume. What does that mean? What are we, are we really gonna fill the bags with, or are we dumping water into all these bags? <laughs> what's, what's the deal?
2: No, I think that's just a way to measure the size of the pocket itself.
1: So, so uh, what does that mean?
2: Well, there's, you know, well, for example, a lot of people like to carry a lot of things and not necessarily
1: Have you seen my purse? Over
2: their shoulder. But you know a lot of people are using carry bags as their their, their golf bag even though they may never walk. Um, so we want to you know, have ample storage. Right now it's you know we're here in Sacramento it's going to be what 52 degrees today. So you're going to want to have you know some uh, kind of a jacket or windshirt in your bag. Uh, we've got pockets for for water bottles. We've got pockets for range finders. We've got pockets for your for your jewelry. We've got pockets for a spot for your pen. Uh, you know, we we they try to think about just about everything when they design these bags, but the leader size is really just a way to, to give you the, the size of the pocket. Okay, itself.
1: okay. All right, well, that sounds good. All right, go ahead. Tell me, keep talking then. Keep talking. So, well,
2: just, you know, ping bags in general, you know, ping bags, have, um, you know, especially with the uh, competitive players, they've, they've become, you know, just about every, every college golfer, every elite player, either owns a ping bag or has owned a ping bag or their college team used a ping bag or their junior team used a ping bag. We
1: sell a lot of ping bags to to teams.
2: They've, they're just, you know, they've known for their yeah. great design, durability. Durability is a really key thing with us, uh, obviously. Um, and, and the, the colors
1: mix. last, too. I, I think that's, I mean, I think that's another thing. They don't fade over time, which is, right. which says a right. lot.
2: We have, we have really strict durability, you know, standards and testing mm-hmm. we go through. We, you know, we, we got a great place to test the colors in Phoenix, you know, we're in Arizona so they can, I remember mm-hmm. they used to put some bags up, set them out in the roof of our factory for, you know, months, months at a time to check, awesome. out, to check out the, you know, the, the fabrics there so to make sure they didn't fade. So uh, we're real proud with the, with the whole line. We have six carry bags, uh, three cart bags uh, that we just introduced this month, new colors. Uh, again, if you go to ping.com, you can see all the colorways there.
1: Um, I know you mentioned that this has a 14-way divider. Let's and we kind of talked about it just super briefly with the with the divider on that one. Why do we want a 14-way full-length divider? Why is that important? It's
2: just uh, it's it's personal preference. Not everybody does. So you know the the, the standard hofer has a five-way divider, okay. Uh, but some people just you know they like to keep their clubs kind of organized, have a separate, have a little, have a certain spot for each club, you know.
1: So when you're yanking them out, you're not yanking the grips and pulling the grips apart. Right, right. Um,
2: they're kind of, they're separated that way. They're not, they're not, the grips aren't bunched up at the bottom together. They kind of, they come out nice and easy. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, it's nice and organized. You know, you may, maybe you put your woods and, you know, you, you start with your irons in, in numeric order. Uh, it's just, it's an option. It was a, uh, we, you know, 14-way dividers started out on cart bags. And then, we, you know, basically through through the years, people like that feature but they didn't necessarily want a cart bag, so uh, we were asked to you know incorporate that into a carry bag, which we've done.
1: Very cool. And this bag is available in f- what? 482 colors, right? Uh,
2: probably b- roughly about six colors, I think. Oh. Something like that. Um, not, not quite
1: 482. Close.
2: But one hey, one really nice Close. thing, if if somebody wants to design uh, their own unique colorway, uh, the minimum order is three, but we have a we have a program called Build Your Own Bag and there's a tool that you can use on the internet and you can actually, you know, you can create, you know, all kinds of crazy combinations of colors if you want to do something totally unique, you can do it. Uh, Minimum order is three, but it's really nice. Uh, That's available. Plus we, you know, we do, you know, hundreds, maybe thousands of high school bags and college bags. And we incorporate their team colors and their and their logos and things too.
1: So. Yeah. It's super fun. And you can put ping on different areas of the bags and it's fun. We usually do a couple of small little makeup right. orders of that each each year for the store, which is which is cool and fun. Um I I think that's that's awesome. Is that the last bag you have to show? Do you have another one for us? Do you have anything else you well, want that, to bring so, for us? Well, we have just, more. I'm just gonna kind of
2: go through the bag. So we have, yeah. Yeah, we have the so there's the hoofer. Okay, and there's the Hoover 14, and then we have the Hoover Light. Okay, and then we have the Crazy Light. And then we have a bag. And those all are. Uh, those are all stand bags. Okay. Bag. Uh, and then we have a bag called the Moonlight, which it does not have a stand, uh, but it, it will hold 14 clubs. It's it's the lightest bag. Uh,
1: How much is that one way?
2: It's it's well actually it's probably it's probably right in the range of the Crazy Light. Okay. Okay. It's got, uh, a little thicker fabric on that bag, um, and, and that's called the Moonlight. Uh, And we don't have it today. I know you had it, I guess, on the show a week ago. We have a really neat kind of a tropical pattern.
1: Okay, this one is is pretty out there. I mean, it's it's looks like a Hawaiian bag, and we featured it last week live. And then someone came in and, and bought it. They snapped it up just am, like that. We
2: have some more coming in. I'll show you a picture of it here if you want to zoom in.
1: Okay, um, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna tease you with it, and then you can also catch it uh, at ping.com or on mortengolfsales.com so if you're listening to There's us. A,
2: there it is. There. So it's a really kind of a, it's a fun bag. Uh, it's what we call a seasonal color. So it's.
1: It's kind of white, uh, or it's not really white. It's, uh, I don't know, it just like, it looks like Hawaii. When I saw that bag and when we had it in the store, I was like, someone needs to send me to Hawaii, which, um, which is fun.
2: Um, it has a tropical pattern on it, which is fun. And then we also have um, we have these camo. We call it the multicam cam series. Uh, we have a cart bag and a, and a hoofer bag, a head covers, hat. It's, it's a kind of a camo series, which is fun. This will be available throughout the year.
1: Which are actually in the in the shot right now. You just can't see them. Yep.
2: The tropical bags are what we call a seasonal bag. So they're they, when we run out of uh, uh, the inventory, we actually run out. So they're available now, um, but by mid season we may not. Have They'll be them gone. Anymore. So buy
1: them now. That's right. Go online, get them, get them before they're gone. That's right. Awesome. All right, Lee. It's always such a pleasure having you in. Um, when you'll be back soon, right? Anytime you
2: want me. You bet. I love doing this. So, awesome.
1: Well. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. We're going to take a quick break Uh, so that we can come back with our Jack Bergeroni experience segment. And uh, we're going to let you uh, hear from our sponsor, Morton Golf Sales. So with that, thank you, Lee. Thank you, Jen. And we'll see you soon.
0: Hey, Bill here. I wanted to pause real quick to thank our sponsor, MortonGolfSales.com. Morton Golf Sales is the number one online retailer for all your golfing needs. From the newest clubs on the market to the classics that you can't find anywhere else, Morton Golf Sales has the best products and customer service at the lowest possible prices. Want to check out their huge online inventory of clubs, clothing, golf balls, accessories, and save 12% on your first order? Just use coupon code ROCKETS at checkout on mortongolfsales.com. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Now, back to the show. Mom's Beef Hash has a first name. It's from a can we see. But we all have another name. We call it untasty.
1: We hate to eat it every day. And if you ask us why, we'll
0: say... Because Mama's hash tastes like trash and we should feed it to the dog. Welcome to the Jack Burgeroni experience.
1: Welcome back to our Jack Burgeroni experience. Is this the week? No, we tell? it's not the week, so quit asking. Man, oh man. When you see your mom in studio, then you can ask if this is the week. All right. maybe you should invite your mom in studio.
0: She we have, and she's told us no so. It's going to be a secret.
1: I don't think so. I, I don't think we really have really invited her. All right. All right. So, should we talk about what we're going to talk about?
0: Today, we thought we would kind of run through some of the more remarkable golf effects and uh, kind of novel stories that are uh, within our industry.
1: And just to share uh, the level of preparation, I have like a page and a half, like double spaced and like super huge font size. And Ken has produced a novel. That he has brought in with us today. So
0: That's typically how I work. That's yeah. Not, that's how over, I work. Over prepared.
1: Yes. Uh okay, so you were just gonna start just listing off facts where I was thought we could make it kind of fun.
0: That's <laughs> not how this works. <laughs> so did you know?
1: Did you know?
0: Yes, that at Sawgrass they have their famous Island Green at T P Sawgrass, the seventeenth hole. 125,000 golf balls are hit into that lake every year. How
1: many is that per day?
0: That is a lot of golf balls. I am not good with math that way. So, but you figure that they only have...
1: More than two. They probably have like 50,000
0: rounds a year. So that's like like Two and a they quarter a, people per... I mean, two and a half balls per person are hitting to the water on that hole.
1: That's like... They should have a pro shop set up right in front of that hole.
0: Yeah, I mean, they, they keep titleists in business just themselves. That's insane. That's pretty good. All right.
1: All right. Tiger Woods. Did you know that he made his first hole-in-one at the age of eight? And... So, I doubled up on mine. Surprisingly, that is not the youngest player to do so. Do you know how old the youngest player is that did so? Youngest than eight. Yes, younger than eight. Cosby Orr was just five years old when he shot his first hole-in-one. Can you imagine being five years old and, and making a hole-in-one? He did that in Littleton, Colorado in 1975.
0: When I make my first hole-in-one, I'm going to act like I'm five. Does that the, Is that the same?
1: I think that counts. Okay, all
0: right, Perfect. Did you know that a golf ball will travel further on hot days because the air is less dense and it takes less velocity
1: to travel? Yes, I actually didn't know that. All right. Okay. Science major. Uh, the
0: Nerd. Proud. All
1: right. Uh, the average golfer has a 12,500 to one chance of making a hole in one. So how many rounds of golf are you playing a year, Ken?
0: Not enough. That's Not clear. enough. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So you divide by eighteen. I holes bet you, in I have
0: played more than twelve thousand holes, though.
1: Hmm. So you're yeah. behind. You're behind, I'm the, behind curve. the average. Am, behind the I'm curve. setting
0: everybody back. Hmm. So on that line, only twenty percent of golfers have a handicap below eighteen. So for everybody out there who's playing middle to higher handicap golf, you're in very good company.
1: I'm actually surprised that that many have a handicap of eighteen or, or below. lower. Yeah. That's, to me, the, the surprising yeah. random golf app. I mean,
0: we all aspire to be a bogey golfer, but very, very few of the golfers out there are actually playing at that level.
1: Okay, so did you know that golf is one of only two sports that has been played on the moon? Alan Shepard Jr. used a six iron to play golf on the moon in 1971, and he swung that club one-handed because that's all the pressure the pressure suit that he was wearing would allow.
0: He couldn't get his hands. He couldn't together. go around exactly. to, to do a good
1: yes. to do a good swing. Do you know what the other sport was? I do.
0: What he threw a javelin, huh? Because that's what he did in college.
1: See, that's cool. Yeah. All right, go
0: on. All right. Um, until the invention and the rising uh, popularity of the golf tee, golfers always would play off of sand piles. So they would actually take a little bit of sand make it into a little pyramid and place the golf ball on there. So on that line, and it's not on my sheet here, uh, a PGA Tour player from Northern California by the name of Bob Lunn would actually take an iron and a wood with him out to the tee, and he would actually hit the iron down on the ground, which would actually buckle the uh, dirt up a little bit, and then he would place his ball on the uh, buckled dirt, and that's what he would tee his wood off with.
1: Greenskeepers hated him!
0: Probably, yes. So...
1: Yes. See, that's literally not, not the Bob Lund story, but that was my next random golf fact was the... I stole your thunder. You stole my golf nice, fact. Nice, nice. Huh. Okay, right. no, you can't then go twice because I have more. According to the Guinness Book of World Records, and so I don't get this one because I actually have three here. The longest golf putt in a major tournament, and it has three entries. The longest recorded hold putt in a major tournament I did this in two, two entries because I know we have international viewers, is 33.5 meters or 110 feet by Jack Nicklaus in the 1964 Tournament of Champions and Nick Price in the 1992 US uh, PGA, in the United, 1992 United States PGA. I don't know what that means. Do you know? No. Okay. Bob Cook from the USA sank a putt measured at 42.74 meters or 140 feet, 23 and two and three quarter inches on the 18th at St. Andrews in the International Four Ball Pro-Am Tournament on October 1st, 1976.
0: So you're using meters because of all of those French people watching us over in Europe? We accurate? have more than
1: just the, just the French that are watching us now. Okay. But we love we love all of everyone. Yes, everyone from around the world. We they we make delicious
0: fries. Okay.
1: Oh my goodness! I'm sorry, everyone. I'm did, just
0: sorry. Did you know that Augusta National, <coughs> with their green jackets, didn't always hand out green jackets? So when the Masters started in 1939, only the members wore them around the golf course, and they did that so that they would be easy to find for information for people that came to watch the event that the first Master's Green Jacket was not awarded until 1949, and that went to Sam Snead, and that was the point at which the winners would become honorary members for life.
1: Fascinating, yes. right? Fascinating. Okay, okay. Ken, do you know what the term condor stands for in golf? Not the actual bird with the super large wingspan, but in golf. I... This is I'm, I'm quizzing him now. Because he, he thinks he knows everything.
0: I don't know. Would it be a two on
1: a par five? A condor is a term given to a hole in one on a par five. It is almost as rare as two hole in ones in a single game of golf. Okay. And then I looked that up. And the chances of that happening are one in 67 million. So I'm going to give you a pass on you not knowing what a condor is. Wow. That I, didn't seem very. Were you actually listening to anything that I, I just did. said? So hole in
0: one. I, 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 I can't one in sixty-seven even, million. I can't believe one has ever been made.
1: Well, I have a. I have a. My next fact is is even cooler. Go for it. Really? Okay. Yeah. So okay. So that being said, the chances of two hole in ones being made in a single game of golf is one sixty-seven million. So then, what do you think the odds are of this one happening, Ken? So John Hudson. He's a twenty-five-year-old professional. He holds two consecutive hole-in-ones at the 11th and 12th holes, which were 195 yards and 311 yards respectively in the 1971 Martini Tournament at Norwich, England.
0: That would be pretty amazing.
1: So that is, I calculated these, it was a gajillion to one. Yes, a, a gajillion. gajillion.
0: Yes, that's a nice round number. I actually played golf in uh, Hawaii with gentlemen that Uh, runs all the worldwide golf stores and he actually had two hole-in-ones in in the same round of golf over there as well which was pretty remarkable So, but they weren't back-to-back
1: well they don't have to be back-to-back so i was 67 million Million to one one. yes he should have bought everybody a car yes instead of a round yeah
0: that's probably here. yeah um samuel jackson the famous actor he's a huge avid golfer He's been in Pulp Fiction and all the Marvel movies. He has a contract clause in his movie contracts that allows him to play golf at least twice a week anytime oh. he's filming a movie. That's how avid of a golfer he is. That's so. a
1: better contract than you have. Yes. You don't get to play golf twice a week. Exactly right. Yeah. I'm, I never get to play golf. Yeah. Ever.
0: That's more out of your desire to play golf than your never. availability never to play get golf. I never get to play though, golf. So. Never. All right. What's you, your next you fact? You never
1: let me play golf. Okay. The highest golf course in the world is the Taktu Golf Club in, oh boy, uh, Moracocha, Peru, sitting 14,335 feet above sea level at its lowest point. Wow. What was the highest you, uh, you have uh, climbed?
0: I have been at uh, about eleven thousand feet. Can you imagine so playing golf three thousand no, feet above that? We hiked up there, it was up at Raymond Lake, up in the Sierra Nevada, and um, we was about eight miles in, and I was about gassed as about as I have ever. Could you been. breathe? So we could breathe, but it was heavy. Um, but another three, th- I mean, you would just be out of breath taking a golf swing up there. But it would go, it would go forever probably because of the, uh, uh, just how high it is.
1: So. And then do that when it was hot outside. <laughs> Your ball would fly. Yeah,
0: you might have a hole-in-one on a part five. All right. A condor. Annika Sorenstam competed in the 2003 Bank of America Colonial, which was a men's golf tournament, which was very unusual. Um, but she was not the first. Babe Zaharias became the first and only female golfer to actually make a cut in a PGA Tour event. She shot 76 and 81 during the first two rounds of the 1945 Los Angeles Open.
1: Babe was a really, really cool uh, person if you yeah. if you actually want to read up about. One uh, of the most
0: amazing athletes of all time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she was an Olympian and you know, in anything she touched practically was amazing.
1: So. Yeah. Uh, okay. The longest golf hole in the world is the seventh hole of the Sano course at the... Satsuki Golf Club in Japan, measuring a whopping nine hundred and nine yards. Wow!
0: Does it say what the par is?
1: No, it does not. It's
0: probably like a par seven or a par eight.
1: Good luck getting a condor.
0: Yeah, not on that hole. So, all right, last one. And what? It's not on our list here.
1: Oh, I have one though. I have one more. All right, go,
0: and then I'll ask. Okay. One near and dear to our heart
1: okay the world's first ever golf tournament for women was held on new york's new year's day in 1811 at Musselburgh in scotland which i actually thought was a pretty good was pretty good because i feel like women in sports is frequently overlooked so the fact that there was a tournament for them um in the early 1800s i was actually impressed with yeah that was mine what are you finishing us with
0: i'm going to ask you a question I'm not going to know Where the answer. Where did Ben Hogan make his first professional check?
1: At the Hagen Oaks Golf Course in Sacramento, California. Yep. And how much was that for?
0: So, uh, 1940, he finished in third place and won a whopping 350 bucks.
1: And then, I'm not going to remember the people who who met their wife out here.
0: Uh, George Archer did, and did met donna archer and uh, playing in the california state for a golf championship out here as well
1: pretty cool facts right everyone all right if you have a cool fact you want to share send them to us uh or send them to me we might use this on another episode later down the road jay morton at hagenoaks.com and with that i would love to thank everyone as the show continues we are seeing an uptick in viewers every single week which is fun to see.
0: It coincides with Bill not being here, clearly. So
1: Clearly, yes. Bill is missing out. So, thanks for watching us on YouTube, on the Morton Golf Sales Channel, or on podcasts, wherever you choose to listen, whether that's Apple uh, Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, Google, uh, I don't know, wherever. We certainly appreciate it. Uh, it's been fun watching the growth each week. And with that, that's all I have to say. You want to sign us out?
0: Thanks, everybody, for watching. We'll see you next week.
1: Bye.